Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff savage bloods or something. I know girls in this guild that don't train mug as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same? Ban you? Yeah. yeah. Boss strategies. It's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it should be very simple. Explosion oh, no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Fooling around. Up. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Raid Chant. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have the fellas. First up, I have uh, the lady killer himself. Tim, what's happening, brother? What up, man? All right. Next up, we have, uh, I don't know... I hate your face, Marcus. What's happening, brother? Hating your face, Brent. You know you love my doing face. great, guys. I'm doing great. You know, you know you love my face. You guys, you guys ready to do the show? Ready to do another show? Oh yeah. With our utmost professionalism and recording quality. Absolutely. I, I remember to turn the AC off again, so that's a win. It's, professionalism. It's a real win. It's a real win in this court. I think. I think. Uh, we're doing great, doing great, guys. I figured out how to like do push to talk, like which messed up like a few minutes ago. So you know, I mean that's because got- that's because you know Tim's only two days away from being able to get that uh, early morning uh, special at Denny's. So uh, you know he's 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 right there. You know, Skype Skype is not his friend. So yeah, big show planned today. Uh, but first, like always, we'll talk about what we did this week in WoW. Uh, Tim, why don't you go first? What'd you do this week? What are you up to? What are you trying to get done? Oh, uh, well, this week, honestly, I have been, uh, I've been loving my rogue quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, awaiting my rogue to get a legendary before my warrior does. Because I feel like that's a thing that's totally gonna happen. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, what about you, Marcus? What have you been up to this week? Uh, a lot of the same, um, you know, just trying to get these mythics done. I want to get my chest nice and high for next week. We had some guild runs on Wednesday. That was nice. We got some uh, some guild groups going, and we got a couple of uh, instances down, which was fun. What's the highest keystone y'all got to do? Uh, we've done a plus. Uh, in my group, we did a plus two, and then I had to go afterwards. Oh. Um, that's. I think the highest we did that day was a four or five. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, we did. We did guild. We did guild three or four. We failed the four, I think. It was like a four, uh, Eltharian's lair. Like, and we were we were pretty close, but like we fucked up a couple times. And like, yeah, no. I have a, a plus four bolstering maw that I want to work with this weekend. Oh, bolstering maw! I was like, that took me a solid minute. To realize what the fuck you're talking about, I'm like, what the fuck is a bolstering maul? Is that like a piece of equipment? And why is he working with it? Like, I, I had no fucking clue what you're talking about, but now I get it. You mean a plus four bolstering Mob keyword? Maul of souls. Got it. I'm I'm in it to win it, guys. Um, as far as me, what did I do this week? Aside from remembering that uh, Warlords Dungeons did exist and keeping them in the forefront of my mind so I'm not embarrassed with my lack of knowledge again. No, but seriously, um, I haven't really had a chance to play this week. I didn't make Tuesday's raid. Um, tonight's the first night I've been able to log on probably since Sunday. I think I logged in sometime midweek and maybe got a group of world quests done. So it's more or less like, what have I been doing this week? Uh, so... Uh, Essentially, work uh, kind of, you know, they asked me to lean over an office chair and they shove some rebar up my rectum and scrub the back of my throat with it, so that's been good. Um, the baby's been sick, so if I seem a little low energy, um, 
It's mostly because I'm operating on like six hours sleep over the past 48 hours. It's been kind of rough. All of that, and I've been uh, racing to finish up Breath of Fire 4 for the RPG show because we're reviewing, recording that review this weekend. So uh, it's been insanity in my world. And unfortunately, WoW took the hit. Um, it was nice because, like, I will point out, it is nice that how the how the world quests work because, like, I was able to just to save up um, a bunch and then whenever, like, I think I the wardens popped up first, so I'd hit the wardens and knocked out two others because I could just do the warden stuff in that area and complete the wardens at the same time. Um, now I got like Kieran Tor and something else. I don't know, but it, it it it's nice to to be able to do it that way. Um, the other Fury Warrior in our uh, in our guild did manage to lap me as far as artifact power, which is depressing because now he's got the last golden trade and I don't. So I just cry about it. Just when I stop talking, the crippling despair sets in, and I just don't. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, but no, that's um, that's essentially my week uh, in WoW. I haven't I haven't had a chance to do anything else. I'm hoping this weekend will be better. Um, but we'll see. It is what it is. Sometimes uh, you gotta just roll with the punches, you know. Uh, as far as guild goes, uh, we cleared normal again this week. Nothing really too spectacular. Um, we were short of primary heals tonight, so you know you, you lose a lot of time pugging in. You know, people, especially when you have a lot of DPS. So um, that's basically it. We cleared normal. It was great. It was a good time. We had fun. Uh, it seems like this expansion more than ever. Healers are so scarce. Yeah, because it was always easy to get somebody with a healing off spec to heal for a while, you know, because they didn't have, you know, the artifact power thing wasn't a problem, so they just, you know, they they might be missing a trinket, but that wasn't the end of the world. You could always get somebody, you know, to off spec heal on those nights yeah. when you were short. But now, like off spec doing something is is like a rarity, right? Because of the effort that goes into the artifact weapon. And nobody wants to do it, even though, you know, it's feasible to do it without, you know, if you just get to that, that 14th or 14th level before shit starts getting ridiculous, especially now with, like, level 7, 8, 9 artifact knowledge, like, you should be able to get your artifact to the, the an offset artifact to level 14 or whatever. Um, most artifact power comes from the item levels on the relics. So sometimes you can just, you know, I wish I wish you could get the old relics back when you upgraded them so you could put them in your off spec, but I understand why they don't because they kind of function like gems. So, I mean, it just makes it difficult, you know, to, to, to off spec do anything. And uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't have any points in my Pratt shield at all, so there's that. I got points in mine. That's sad. That makes me sad. I mean, it, it it makes me sad too. Like Banyu, I I really I really appreciate if you go back to tech and far as I'd like that very much. We got good things. I got fucking big dig DPS too, so I'm not. You wish. Number one uh, from a guy who wasn't even playing the class. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I you know I don't get to put uh the you know a nice little uh ability on our other big dig DPS and just you know work off of their numbers like i'm hey, sorry now i have to earn 100 percent of the damage i deal hey now might is like plus, man plus the extra damage you take from being enraged at all times yes plus the plus, oh god i can't wait until 7.1 hits and that goes that goes down it's not going down a lot but it's going down enough to the point where i don't think i'll die instantly to some mechanics by being enraged i can't say that i take more damage at all so but... That's kind of shitty. I hate you. You know you love me. No, I, I hate you. I hate you and your shiny armor. On top don't be jealous because the light is better than your yelling. See, I don't need silly magic. I just get mad and I hit shit. It's kind of like real life. I just get mad and hit shit. It's fantastic. Anyway. I thought you were, we were supposed to play these games to suit to our fantasies, not stick with real life. Yeah, except I get to be a minotaur in this game. Instead of the ugly ogreish creature I am in real life. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. Oh, boy. No, um, so that's cool. I guess if that's it for everything we did this week, we're just kind of going to be all over the place this show, guys, because we're recording an hour behind, 
and uh, a few of us are a couple beers too deep and a few hours too short on sleep. So without too much further ado, let's get into the news. Great news, everyone! The slime is flowing again! This week's news is brought to you by... I just, I'll just say the RPG show again. I don't really. I should really come more prepared, but it's really late. It's, it feels like, yeah, feels like that. That's that's you know I have a lack of words as to how late it is. Um, no, but RPG show, uh, the primary show I guess on the network where me and my buddy Nick we sit down and we talk about RPGs. So Breath of Fire, Final Fantasy, soak it in, all that stuff. Boy, oh boy, do we got stuff to talk about in news. Um, Marcus, you got a little piece of information for me. Uh, What do you got? Well, uh, this year in BlizzCon, they're having a little Dark Moon Fair. I thought that's really, that's pretty neat. I think they did that last year. I've never, I've never heard of of this. Um, I'm kind of jealous because uh, from the pictures I'm seeing, it looks really fun. They have a bunch of little um, events set up, just uh, you know, pretty similar to the Dark Moon Fair in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of those is like community amphitheater, where you can kind of talk to um, community managers and discuss different things, and you know, you got your uh, the toy depot and your pet station, and I think that's pretty nice. It, it's uh, it seems like a, a nice little attraction for the whole BlizzCon. Now, uh, you're going to BlizzCon, right? Oh yeah, totally. When, when I get the money for the plane ticket, Christ. <laughs> I'm kidding. None of us are going to BlizzCon. Uh, that, that like that is an expensive trip. Like it is. It is an expensive trip. You're talking to a guy who goes to the San Diego Comic Con. Like that's an expensive trip. But BlizzCon for like what it is for the, like only three days. Holy shit! I, I feel like I'd have to sleep in my car somewhere to afford that trip. Anyway, um, that's that's uh, that's the thing. Mostly, what we want to talk about here is seven point one is launching next week, and I kind of collected here all the things you need to know that are going into the patch. Um, first thing I want to talk about is the Blood of Sargeras trader. Okay, um, this is a trader that's going to appear in Dalaran that you'll enable, be able to trade your Blood of Sargeras for crafting materials and uh, order hall resources as well. And what I think this is going to do, I think this is going to bring the prices on a lot of stuff down. Because Blood of Sargeras is way more readily available than some of the uh, herbs that they're charging astronomical prices for in the auction house. Now, you would ask, so Brent, what am I supposed to do about that? That's me telling you, before next Tuesday, sell all the match you're holding on to. Make the money off of them while you can before the prices go down. Um, I would just unload what you got, unless you're really, you know, in, in still in the crafting market. Um, making a ton off that just be ready for prices on things to go down because i think uh you get a 20 uh a stack of 20 on most of those for um one blood of sargeras i think you only get five starlight rose but still five starlight rose for one blood of sargeras isn't bad because i have a ton of blood of sargeras so um just be ready for that to happen secondly the Leveling flow is being changed. So where it stands, some classes get a bunch of abilities up front. Um, some of them get them way late. And it kind of just it used to feel, because you used to get ranks and spells and talents at a regular level, uh, regular interval. So, I mean, there always felt like you were getting something big for leveling. And now leveling doesn't feel like that. You know, you kind of open your spell book. You see when you're getting your next thing. And you really don't pay attention to the levels until you get to that 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 benchmark so they kind of gone in and sort of smoothed out that transition so you should be getting things more regularly you should for those classes that felt like they started with way too many abilities and were overwhelmed some of that has been trimmed back um so that you will gain and then they kind of readjusted some of the secondary and survival cooldowns in that line so that you could you know again you're gaining abilities at a more regular pace um there are a few rep- reputation updates. Of course, we talked about uh, world quests and the Suramar mythics being uh, account-wide unlocks. That uh, That's the primary thing. But there's also one new rep called Talon's Vengeance. It's a new faction. There's not a whole lot lo- uh, we know about it yet. Um, there are a few items you can buy. There's a title and a mount 
also um, behind that rep. Uh, we're not, again, it's not a whole lot has been data mined from the PTR on that one as of, as of yet. Um, new world quests coming in. So there's uh, Heliodjar, Heliard, Helia's Peeps. You're doing quests yeah. against Helia's Peeps. Um, Kieran Tor has added a new mini game. And uh, I'm not sure if these pop up in world quests, but you also see these Falcosars around and they're kind of like imagine a raptor but with feathers um and you can get uh, like there's materials that they drop uh, as well as like a pet that you can upgrade to a mount i'm not sure um and uh, that's that's uh that uh you were, will also get some more suramar quests um that will unlock as well uh, there is a new rating with Leash's achievement, focusing on Wrath of the Lich King uh, raids. So I think Olduar ICC Trial of the Crusader, um, maybe, where you get some, uh, maybe it's just Olduar and ICC, where uh, you get a few new pets, so go do that for all you pet people out there. Uh, they now have, uh, they are doing what they're calling a... Uh, a world event with Alcaz Island, and it's sort of a. Uh, there was a. Uh, did either of you pull up the information on that hidden boss in Nomergon? Did you guys check that out? I did. I looked at I that little um, thing. Okay. All right. So I, I don't know if they're related, but this is sort of like a mecho gnome kind of area island where a bunch of elite mobs are at. There are tameable mechanical spiders there as well as uh, a few toys. Uh, and that's, you know, something... I don't know if you'll... I don't know if they're soloable mobs, but I think you'll need a party to go um, get that stuff. So what are some other stuff that uh, that's uh, happened in 7.1, Tim? Uh, well, I mean, uh, probably the biggest thing is Karazhan. Karazhan, five-man mythic, which is amazing because I love Karazhan. No, that's a that's a really fun raid, or it was Burning Crusade, but because it, it was one of those ones, is you you had to do it. Like I mean, that's just how you got to the next thing. So yeah, I mean that was that was the first yeah that was the first tier in Burning Crusade. Basically, uh, was doing Karazhan, so uh, it's a mythic now. It has a lot of bosses, which is kind of weird for like a five man mythic. Um, now I know it, it says it has like X amount of bosses. You have to remember that. That's not completely true because it's still the point where, like, you know, uh, you still do uh, the, uh, yeah, what's the, the opera event. And mm-hmm. so there's three different bosses there that could be any week. And, of course, we were talking about this earlier. Nightbane is the real last boss, and nobody actually knows how to get to him. Yep. So uh, loot in there starts at item level 855 um, with the later bosses dropping uh, 860 or 865, I'm uncertain. Um, with Nightbane, whenever we find out how to get to him, is 875. Ooh. It's pretty so, good. That, like, that's, that's, that's pretty close to Mythic. Ooh. I mean, that's a couple... Mythic, mythic rating, plus. I mean. Yeah, that's Mythic Plus, like a couple levels of Mythic Plus right there. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, that'll be that'll be cool. We were talking uh, before we started recording that maybe um, for Raid Night on Tuesday we'll split up and do um, Karazhan in five minutes. Because, I mean, if we were just going to farm normal, there's no real point since Kara has the same eye level as normal and the end bosses actually have 860, so it might be more beneficial to uh, split the raid up and go do that. Um so that's that's a possibility for us to do on Tuesday. Um, and then what else we got here, Tim? Oh, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, uh, we've gone over rating. <laughs> there's, for all you pet battlers, there's a new rating with leashes. So It's uh, called Wrath of the Lick King. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, no, we uh, we just talked about that. That's um, that's uh, Old War and ICC. I'm pretty sure the the only one I care about is the little Marogar pet. That'll be cool. Um, but what I'm looking for is Trials of Valor. We'll be opening two weeks after, so three Tuesdays from now, I think, the week after BlizzCon, to my knowledge. And everything in there. It's only three bosses, 
and everything in there drops five item levels higher than current. So uh, normal's 855, or whatever. It's just five item. Whatever the shit in Emerald Nightmare is, add five item levels. You got it. Don't make it confusing on me. As well as we get to continue that Illidan uh, quest chain. Have, are you guys all caught up on the Illidan quest chain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, I'm a little salty, like, that after all this, like, Oh, you, you fucking killed Illidan, you cunt? Like, ah, oh, blah. Like, really? Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is all my fault? Like, really? So, uh, Illidan was being kind of a bitch, and now you're blaming me for everything. Yeah, no, uh, my favorite one was the one where, uh, you, like, you're, you're doing it and the raiders come up, right? Like, uh, that, I thought that was great. Especially because it's like an orc just jumping around in the background. Like just be being me. Oh yeah, in any God, raid. that was hilarious. Oh man, I I, uh, I laughed. And then my ass uh, off. one of the, one of the dudes was uh oh God Johnny Awesome, Johnny Awesome, yeah, who's jo- the quest giver in uh. Well, no, he's uh well he's one of the guy. You first meet him when you do the quest is where you're the quest giver. He's one of the the quote unquote players that show up. Yes, and then like he's AFK the whole time. Yeah, no, and when great. I was ill, and like the first thing I did was like, "All right, I'm gonna go kill Johnny Awesome while he's AFK." That's great. Um, but yeah, that, that that was funny when you just saw like the the like there's like this serious like you know like RP going on, and there's a dude bunny hopping in the background the whole time. That's great. Um, no, so uh, that's basically it. So we just want to make sure you're prepared for seven point one. That's the the big deal right now is 7.1 is coming out next week. Hopefully you'll listen to this beforehand. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other uh, news. The news has been kind of light leading up to uh, BlizzCon because more or less all we're really getting is, you know, explanations on class buffs coming in, uh, in 7.1, uh, you know, more breakdowns of 7.1, really. Until until we get to BlizzCon in a couple weeks. So, do either of you have any predictions for BlizzCon? I know I personally don't. I predict they will talk about stuff that has to do with WoW. Oh, you're a jackass! I hate you so much. I fucking hate you. What did you say? I didn't even hear. He 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 says I predict they're going to talk about stuff. I mean, like really, like there's no WoW stuff. Like WoW is in little expansion. Yeah. Maybe like a new Overwatch hero. Like I just I don't see anything too really big and exciting happening. Me either. Uh, I think it's just going to be one of those BlizzCons where they just they just chill. They just they don't have a whole lot of brown breaking uh, announcements. They could, but if you look at the schedules, there's no real room for one. And I don't know if they would kind of flip things on their head that way because you know people plan their vacations around when they're going to be where and, you know, when people are, they're going to visit whatever parties outside the convention center or, you know, these fan sites that are providing coverage really have to plan around it. So I don't think they would, they would give us a falsified docket, um, to hide some big reveal. So, um, that's it for news. Uh, without much further ado, we will go into the shit you need to know. Sit down. Shut up. Time for shit you need to know. What? What? Yeah, shit you need to know is brought to you by Marx's limp penis. That's right. His flaccid dick. I went there. Because he's trying to add show notes about Xavius while we're doing the news segment. Like a consummate. I'm ready. Uh, Yeah, so... I got Marcus back in the saddle as uh, he is going to explain the last boss in Emerald Nightmare, Xavius. So why don't you hit us with that one, good sir? All right, so um, Xavius is a pretty fun fight. Um, to start with, uh, we're going to talk about positioning. Um, you can tank him right where he stands, where he starts uh, the fight initially, um, right on the edge there. That's a great spot where he stands. You don't need to move him from there. Uh, it's a good idea to place a marker off to the side. Um, 
maybe 10 to 20 yards away. Um, this is a spot for the tanks to run to when they get the debuff. And then they're going to call out for a dispel. Um, it's important to not dispel them until they are on this marker and away from the raid. Because when they are dispelled, uh, it causes corruption to anybody that gets hit by that. So tank where he stands, place a marker off to the side for your tanks to be dispelled on. Uh, second thing we're going to talk about is the blades. Um, you want to um, kind of split the room in half. So imagine where the boss is standing. And then um, on the opposite side of him is where all your range pack is going to be. Um, in between the boss and your range pack, you want to have two markers on either side. Um, where you're going to have people split up and uh, send the blades so that way they go across the room and not through the raid. The uh, You know, a little bit of damage here and there um, in the wrong spot could cause somebody to die if they're on low health and they get hit by those blades. And that could, uh, in turn, cause your raid to wipe. Uh, next thing that happens uh, throughout the fight is uh, little ads will pop up and fixate random raid members. Um, so you want to kite those away and we'll talk about what you're going to do with those ads later. Uh, there's also a large ad that spawns, and you need to kill that as fast as possible. So tanks will taunt the ad, because he actually does spawn on the range pack, which is a little annoying. So tanks, you need to be aware of your timers and watch for the ad to spawn, so you can pick him up, and he does not one-shot a ranged a raid member. So all DPS are going to nuke the ad down before he um, casts too many of his um, his ability that uh, gives people corruption. So now we will talk about uh, the corruption. A majority of these abilities in this fight uh, will give you corruption. Everybody gets a little corruption meter um, at the bottom of your screen. It's kind of a, like an extra action button, but you can't click it. Now, 33% of that corruption meter, um, they will begin to spawn large ads that will um, like kind of smash you with their hand. Now, be mindful that no one else can see these ads. Only you can. So um, don't freak out if you think somebody's going to get hit by it. 66% um, you'll begin to see uh, big purple swirlies spawn under you, so get out of those before you get hit. 100% uh, corruption, you will gain a big damage and healing buff for 20 seconds. Um, now this sounds great, you know, big damage and healing buff, but guess what? You get MC'd afterwards. After 20 seconds of that buff, you will be MC'd and you're useless to your raid. So don't get to 100% um, corruption, that's, that's bad, you don't want that. Um, uh, interesting uh, mechanic in this fight, um, when the fight does start, Ysera, uh will fly around the room and she will pull half of the raid into the dream, the Emerald Dream. Um, mindful, be, be mindful that dreamers um, don't gain corruption, so that means that people who have the Emerald Dream buff, you need to be handling the small ads that are fixate, fixating raid members. Um, just go up and walk onto it, you don't even need to kill it and it'll just disappear. So be mindful of uh, your raids getting uh, fixated. Okay. Also, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just urging you forward. Also, with the um, with the dream, um, when you're coming out of the dream, your cooldowns reset. So you want to uh, use your cooldowns as soon as you can while you're dreaming, because when you come out, you will have your cooldowns refreshed right away. Uh, where is the um, the the phase two occurring? Is that a percent or a timer? Um, that's a percentage. Okay, when phase two does occur, the boss will move to the middle of the room. You will need to reposition him to the middle of the room. He does not move there automatically. Yeah, sorry. You will need to pull the boss to the middle of the room because he won't go there on his own. In this phase two, um, he's going to start spawning all these ads way out in the shadows. And uh, you need to kill these ads um, before they reach the boss. Uh, otherwise, you'll probably wipe your raid. Yeah. Um, again, uh, this is more uh, dream stuff going on here. If you are in the dream, when the ads die, you need to stand in the big circle that they leave. Um, important to note here that the circle doesn't go away immediately. It will get smaller the longer you stand in it. So wait for it to disappear before you run out. Yes. Um, he, he shifts from phase one into phase two at 65%. Um, and it's very important. I see, I see this happening a lot, at least with our group, where you stay, people are standing till the very last minute and they're trying to get off a second early and it's leaving that small ring on the ground. You want to make sure it's completely disappeared before you move because if you don't and no one gets back to it, it will respawn that ad at full health wherever that pool sat. So uh, make sure that you get it completely soaked and gone before you move on. Cup 30%, you hit phase 3. And um, the boss starts to hit the tanks a little bit harder. There's a bunch of shit 
um, spawning like big tentacles. Um, you don't want to focus these tentacles down. It's not the objective to kill them. Um, it doesn't hurt to damage them. So tanks, um, if you see a pack of tentacles, pull the boss onto it so they get cleaved down. They do some raid damage. But your your priority is to get out of this phase and kill the boss as fast as possible yep. at 35%. Um, blades are back. I didn't mention this before, but blades were gone in phase two. Uh, they're back for phase three. So remember to bring the blades out of your raid. Got it. Yeah, and, uh, that, that's about it for this fight. Yeah, phase three is kind of a hectic kind of burn phase. Um, in all honesty, uh, I feel like Scenarius is more mechanically challenging than Xavius. Xavius is more probably demanding numbers-wise than Scenarius is, maybe. Um, but overall, it's not a difficult fight. Think I think the hardest it. part of on scenarios is having to have everybody move to the same spot at the same time. Yeah, and it kind of like instead of like one extended phase of chaos, like essentially every time the groups of ads spawn in scenarios, like it's it's kind of chaos for a few seconds until everything kind of gets locked down. Because if it's like two dragons and there's breaths going everywhere, and it's an ad management fight, and typically ad management fights are. Or less fun than others. So, but yeah, uh, do you have anything else to add about Xavius? Xavius is pretty easy. That's our last boss um, strategy for uh, Emerald Nightmare. We should have uh, trial our Trial of Valor ones coming up soon. I mean, no, um, I don't think I missed anything. I think I covered all the the important information in that fight. As we know from the Mythic clears, Xavius is one of the easier fights in this raid period. I think um, he, I think he was undertuned. I think he's since received buffs after the first oh, really? wave of world firsts hit. I'm not sure. Is but, that just on mythic? Uh yeah, mythic only. Cause I I think overall mythic was undertuned because they didn't count for all the different um, places people could get gear. So a lot of mythic raiders were going in, uh, you know, eight fifty five, eight sixty. You know, like right at whatever the cap was set to before Mythic opened, like a lot of them were were, were right at that cap, um, or even a little higher from opening that first chest. I think you know there was all kinds of weird stuff going on there. Legendaries, yeah, legendaries and all that wishy washy bullshit. So that's a legendary. I've got a legendary. You don't have legend. You know why you don't have a legendary? Why is that? It's because you're bad. You're just bad. Yeah, it could be true. You should feel bad. You should go home. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we had uh, at least one person write in and respond to our uh, dungeon conundrum. Uh, thank you very much for that email. Um, I think it was the same. It's the same gentleman that wrote in last time, Eric. Uh, just, you know, he just basically said it, all of his dungeons were more about, uh, theme and story than difficulty. And I can see that. Um, but when you're at a level where you're just farming something for, for gear, uh, is, I would rather it be easy than hard. And like, especially if I have to repetitively do it, uh, a lot like you do dungeons. So that's fair. Thank you so much for that email. We appreciate them. Uh, we do also have a new iTunes review before I forget about that. From our Swedish superfan in Sweden, of course, says great pod and casual, uh, great pod about casual wow, five stars. Great show about wow, and it is a great angle from uh, a casual's perspective. Having been in it from the start, there's a great deal of recognition for me. Normal gameplay mixed with raid talk. Highly recommended listening to this for your everyday wow casual bantering. Thank you very much, Benthian. Uh, he's a huge fan of the RBG show as well. Great dude. We really appreciate you writing that review. Um, so, normally this is this is where I would come in with an alternate discussion topic, and I think uh, just due to I haven't had a whole lot of time to really take in things happening around me in WoW this week, and I do apologize for that. Uh, it just be a bit of a shorter show this week. Um, you know, we're not going to hit that hour mark. Kind of wanted to cover the information we covered, but I just want to make sure everybody knows um, how to prep themselves for 7.1 and for um, finish off Xavius before the new stuff comes around. So just make sure, you know, you're ready to do your stuff in 7.1. Now, I did, I guess we can talk about this, um, really. Is Are you guys concerned um, at all 
about the pace at which stuff's being released because personally for me, um, I don't want to be the you know uh, the guy complaining, but it feels like there was still stuff from launch that I had to do, and that I you know I haven't even had a chance to really touch alts the way I want to, so I just feel like. Uh, you know, having more to do already, and it's not a lot. Granted, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not like a major content patch. There will be new stuff to do, um, but all the same, it's not that much. But just the idea of adding more on top of it is kind of stressful. Um, do either of you guys feel the same way? Um, I'll say that it does feel like um, like there's still a little bit more to do in this uh, 7.0. Um, it's a little concerning for sure. You know, we, we knew how it was in freaking Draenor when we, we barely finished up High Mall and fucking, and Blackrock Foundry was knocking on the door. Like, yeah, it, it's nerve wracking. But I, I, think, I believe that this time around they're going to have more content for us and there's well, not going to be those huge voids. And I don't, I don't think, I think Mists of Pandaria was way worse for, for content coming really fast. And I don't necessarily think it's a problem. And I don't think they're going to run out of stuff. And I don't really think that we're going to hit a drought. I just think that WoW is at its best with not necessarily, we don't want year long lulls. But maybe like a month long lull, like where everybody's kind of caught up and then you have that, you know, that short month to kind of farm what you're doing. And then you get the new thing, right? Like instead of just finishing the new thing and then having another new thing to do, um, I feel like the constant need to do something to stay current is going to burn players out faster than not having anything new to do. Because uh, if I look at the times in WoW in which I've taken sabbaticals, um, the most the, the time I got burnt out the most was moving into Throne of Thunder in Mists of Pandaria. Because up to Throne of Thunder, it was bam, 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 bam. You know, there you know every couple months there was new stuff to do, and if, as a raider, you kind of feel you know obliged to do it. So by the time Throne of Thunder come around, I hadn't really had a period of time where I could just really just log into raid and hang out with friends. And there was always like, all right, I got to log in today to do X, Y, and Z. I got to log in tomorrow to do X, Y, and Z. got to log in tomorrow to do X, Y, and Z. You know, it's like, and it kind of burnt me out. And I'm worried that that'll happen to players again this time. What do you think, Tim? Uh, I mean, it's kind of possible, like, because yeah, like the, the fast pace of shit going on is, is, is it's, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword because we, we, we've gone through some real bad content droughts and all of a sudden, here it is, we've you know, we've hit the loot pinata of Emerald Nightmare Normal a few times and, oh shit, there's a new raid coming in two weeks and there's a new mythic coming next week well, that we can get, like, better gear from Normal. I don't think the new raid coming in a few weeks is, is to, will replace uh, Emerald Nightmare, no means, because there's only three bosses. Like, so if anything, it'll fit in, like, at the beginning, like, it'll be the first thing you farm, because there's only three bosses, or it'll be the last thing you farm, because it's three bosses. I don't think it'll be a replacement. I don't think we'll have a replacement until, um, Black or Cold. But speaking of Black or Cold, because I know this is, you know, it's not necessarily the best segue. I'm just kind of hopping topics here as my brain sort of reaches conclusions. But ultimately, I think the general consensus was Emerald Nightmare was undertuned, right? Like, they weren't ready for the level of gear people could get from multiple sources going into that raid. Are we now, because we've said this before in Guild, I don't know if we've necessarily said it on this podcast, but Blizzard has a way of overcorrecting. Like, they see a problem, and instead of adjusting back 10 degrees, they'll go back 20 degrees. And they're like, whoa, 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 that's too far. And then they'll home back in. Are we worried that, uh, not Black or Cold, what is it? Nighthold. Nighthold. Are we worried that Nighthold is going to be overtuned? Is that a concern? Oh, that's a... I hadn't even thought of that. I think it's possible. I think, like, we'll... You know, like, we'll, we'll, we'll be geared out by that point. We'll be like, oh, this will be easy. Like, we thought, like... Uh, for, you know, from going from... Uh, God, was it? Ogre one. Can't remember. Can't even remember the name of it now. Hymal. 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 To, uh... Blackrock Foundry, uh, you know, wasn't that bad, but like, you know, it was different. But 
Like, yeah, I have, a, I, have, I have a bad feeling that all of a sudden we're going to try to go do that, and it's going to just be way too hard. Okay, mm. okay. Um, yeah, and that's kind of my, my worry is that, uh, you know, uh, everyone and I are being undertuned. We go into um, Nighthold, and it's overtuned. And, you know, that's it's possible. Um, we'll see. Uh, Speaking of the Nighthold there, um, it seems like it's going to be out sooner than we thought because um, I was reading about the Sor- the new Sormar quests uh-huh. where you kind of continue to overthrow the, um, the Nightfall. Or not the Nightfall, we're with the Nightfallen. We're trying to overthrow whatever they're called, you know, those evil elves. And uh, they said something about, like, a 10-week um, quest chain, and then at the end of that is Nighthold. Uh, I think it's a quest that sends you into Nighthold. I don't think it's necessarily 10 weeks until we get Nighthold. But, uh, I mean, it's going to be close. I mean, we should be getting, they said, around February. So, I mean, roughly around that time. Uh so, I mean, and I don't know why, Tim, you can't never remember High, the name of High Mall, because I think we had a ton of fun, fun in High Mall. I think High Mall was a fun raid. It wasn't particularly memorable as far as its content, but I think we as a group had a ton of fun in High Mall. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> that, was, that was a great boss, though. If you can dodge Tectus, you can dodge a ball. Fucking Tectus. Oh, my God. So uh, there, was, there was a boss that I, we, we've talked about this before. There was a boss that, like, I looked at that on paper. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how are we ever going to beat this? And then it just it just wasn't that bad. I don't know. We spent a lot of time on Tectus. I, no. I, the one, the, the worst one was, as we call him, Impregnator. Impregnator uh, was all right. Uh, he was bad. Like that dude was not. I think. I think paper versus execution. So like, if you were to think about how something looks on paper versus us actually being able to execute it, the the worst one would probably be Hans and Franz. Because on paper, Hans and Franz isn't hard, right? But like, when you get in there doing it with everything moving around that room, and I was one of those people that room makes me a little ill. Like, not full-on motion sick, but but I can start to feel it around the periphery. You know, like, if we do this too much longer, I'm going to vomit. And, you know, I think that was an incredibly, uh, uh, I wouldn't say challenging encounter, but it was it was one that kind of, you know, checks, it's the kind of reality check. Like, yeah, just because you can read how this works doesn't mean it's going to work for you, buddy. Um, so, it is what it is. Speaking, of, so if we were going to keep, let's keep the tradition of let's do a little little rack and stack, rank them out kind of thing right here at the end. We'll go around a circle. Uh, we're only going to do three this time. We'll start with our third worst and go to our worst. All right, so what are the three worst things that you have hated farming for in WoW? And that doesn't mean you actually end up getting it. You might have given up on it halfway into it. But the third, the three worst things you ever farmed, okay? And I'll go first with my number three, um, and I will say that fucking white polar bear in Wrath of the Lich King. Like I got the rep with those chicks, so I could have that that stupid daily quest up there in that mountain every day, and I went up there and got the stupid spoils every day, and it wasn't until freaking. I think freaking warlords that I got that stupid bear. So number three, the white uh, battle bear from the uh, uh, what was that? I forget what that that rep was called. In I, know King. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, all right. Is that the oracles? No, 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 no. That's the the oracles are the the uh, murloc like guys. So third worst thing you've ever farmed in WoW, Marcus. Oh, oh man. Um, I'd say the third worst thing that I've ever had to farm uh, would be the Alani mount. Um, that is in Pandaria. She's the uh, the big cloud serpent that flies around the um, the Veil of Eternal Blossoms. Wow. I only have th- to this day. I only have three tiers of the Veil. That's a lot. I'm never gonna get that fucking mount. That's. That's that's a rough one. The the sky shards or whatever that you're after. That's that's a pain in the ass. Ten tiers of the veil to make a sky shard, and you get your mount. But no, 
They don't drop. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Where are you? What about you, Tim? What's your third worst thing you farm for? And it doesn't mean you've had to. You've been able to get it, but it's just the third worst. I think. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to because I'm trying to think of number one and number two. Third worst, a legendary and fucking legion. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you it's can't really farm for me. it. It's making it's causing me physical pain every day. Like I do all my dailies. And that's that's rough, man. That's rough. Bosses and like I'm just waiting for a fucking orange item to pop up. Like come on, for the love of fuck, orange item. Where where are you? Right. Nope. Psych. Nope. Boy, oh boy. All right. On to me. Second worst. And I will say that here's the thing. What makes it worse is, I mean, it's not that long, honestly. Like, how long have we been, like, most of us have been level 110. Not that long. Like, I think that's what's making it even, like, more hilariously terrible. That is bad. That is bad. All right. So... The second worst for me was the other racial mounts for the horde. Um, so like getting the raptors for the dark spear, um, because I did this before there were reputation tabards, and the only way to get wrap up with these other factions was to do all the quests associated with those factions and turn in endless, endless amounts of rune cloth. And that's how, a long time ago, I got my raptor mounts on my tauren. Oh my god, I did the same thing except with a wolf. It was insanity. That was and, the. the and I was walking. I was on my troll, doing the slow ride with a couple. Uh, so so okay. So, a couple of my my ex guildmates or orcs, they were on their their wolf mounts because that was their racial mount. And here's me on my my troll. On a wolf, and we're doing the slow ride around Orgmar, and you're like, "Dude, how the fuck are you on a wolf?" Yep, that's that's uh, that's you know, my but, num- that's my number. When you started two. with that, I'm like, "What are you talking about? You slap a tavern, go in a fucking a dungeon queue, and boom, you got your rep exalted." No. Oh yeah, I'm a catabate. No, there's like that in vanilla at all. No, I mean you got the rep tabards in. Was that Wrath of Lich King you got the rep tabards for the, the main cities? Or was that not right. so cataclysm? I don't remember. To be honest with you. Huh. But I, I know I did it before rep tabards. Like I just turned in tons and tons of rune cloth to get the uh Dark Spear rep I needed to ride around with my Torn on a Raptor because Back then, that was probably like one of the coolest things because a torn on a raptor, that thing looks like a goddamn T Rex compared to every other body's mount. So it was cool. All right, Marcus, second hardest thing you've ever farmed in World of Warcraft. Uh, I'd say the second, um, the second worst thing uh, would probably be the Kodo Brewfest mount because it took me like five years to get that thing. Oh boy! And then it, it was like. And then this year, I'm like farming it and farming it. And then I fucking loot it and it's like already known. Like, I got it last year, you fucking moron. And then that's why that was the worst. Because <laughs> like uh, you're dumb. Uh, just just a little bit. No, you're dumb, ho. I am dumb. Not a ho, though. So, Tim, what about you? Second hardest thing. Okay, this is, this is a tough thing between first and second hardest, but all right. I'm going to go with this one. So, uh, second hardest was back in Vanilla, again, was the book. What, a, what was it called? The Fjord's Compendrium of Dragon Slaying. Ooh. Which was to get the book that you had to loot out of, a, like, a gray item uh, in a five-man in Vanilla to get uh, the, 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 the epic tank sword. And I was doing it like literally like every night, every night. I'm like, and we'd like go to every, every location. Like, like, where is it? Like for the love of fuck, like, come on, come on. Where is it? And I won't lie. Like I have it right now. Like I, I have it. I still have that thing in my bank and as a transmog. Oh, is that Kelsar? Kelsar, yes. Kelsar. 
And the way I got it is I saw Goldfarm or whatever, like, selling, you know, like, the book. I'm like, fuck it. And a bunch of my guildmates, like, just chipped in a bunch of money and, like, yeah, dude, like, come on. And that's how I got it. Man. And I have, to this day, like, I have never actually legitimately ever seen one looted. All right. Well, for me, the first most, the most difficult thing I've ever farmed in WoW. The most trifling, the longest, fucking arduous task of all time. You might say to yourself, if you've heard me speak before, it's got to be that trinket in Halls of Reflection. No, that's not it, even though I did that dungeon every day for better part of a year. No, no, no. The worst thing, and Marcus definitely won't know nothing about this. A lot of people playing WoW these days don't know nothing about farming the incessant amount of gold you needed to even learn the writing skill in early WoW. Like, a thousand gold? That was a metric fortune to learn how to ride my little fucking uh, Kodo around. That is true. And this was at a time where I didn't know anybody. Nobody was giving me nothing. I didn't know where to find it. I just spent weeks going around and killing shit. Just killing shit, selling what I could on the auction house. I, I, it might have taken me the better part of two months to farm the gold to buy standard writing in original WoW. I think that's by far. All of mine are pertaining to mounts. Like Most everything else I've gotten pretty, pretty easily or without too much trouble. Like there were... There were, you know, back when, you know, I think there was a few Dark Moon decks that I got really shitty luck, like, when I was trying to make make them. Like, I just kept getting the wrong cards and the wrong cards and the wrong cards. Um, and, you know, we play this game to get gear, so a particular piece of gear doesn't necessarily feel like it's a difficult farm or particularly egregious other than that goddamn hammer and Blackrock Foundry piece of shit. My also ah. my also ran list would be a mile long, but by far, uh, farming up the gold to get riding in 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 uh, World of Warcraft because people that don't know what it's like to still be running around on foot at level forty and fifty, that shit's rough, man. Like I remember when they made so you could you could learn routing riding all the way down at level twenty. Like that was a god that was a godsend. So uh, yeah. Marcus, worst thing you've ever heard to farm up in WoW? Uh, I'd say for me, the worst thing uh, would be the Argent Tourney. I didn't. I still have. I want all those mounts because I need the fucking mount achievement. But I don't want to fucking fly around North End for endless hours doing those goddamn quests. They're stupid. I loved the Argent. That was tournament. my worst. When it was current, I liked it. I haven't been back since it stopped being current, but I used to really like it when it was current. Like, hey, go get twenty, get five of these, and then you get one, and then you get another five, and then you get all the way up to your twenty-five, and then turn it in. Like, that was that was one of the worst rep grants. All right, what about is that fucking rain? God damn, it's loud rain. All right, uh, Tim, what about you? What is the worst thing you've had to ever had to farm in? Wild? Oh, this this uh, this is not a contest, even a little bit. So, okay, so this is uh, the uh, the tank shield off of gunship battle in ah. ICC. Nice. Called it. Nice. That's really close to that trinket I had in Halls of Reflection, but I didn't care as much apparently. So let's, let me let me regale you guys with the story because, oh, my God. So, okay. Pull up a so, chair and have a listen. But my man Tim. So my my friend, my real life friend, Mike, who no longer plays the game because his wife is a cunt. I love that word, cunt. Anyway, uh, so he had talked me into doing a pug for ICC, like right after it opened. So we do it, and like we the the beginning of ICC actually was really easy, even at the start, and we blast through it, and it was me and another warrior tank. And we beat gunship battle, and a tankering drops, and the shield drops. And so we were like, all right, like you know what, like let's just gentlemanly roll it out, and whichever, whoever wants what gets whatever. So 
We roll, I lose, I get the tank ring, the dude gets a shield. I'm like, okay, whatever. I had actually at that point had the shield from the uh, ICC 5-man, which was actually pretty difficult to get. Like, tons of people tried to get that shield off of the uh, Hall's Reflection. It was Hall's Reflection yep. shield, which was a bitch. I got it on my first try. So, like, I won't lie. Like, like that was an accomplishment right there. So, anyway, me and my buddy, like, he like he introduces me to this. The other people, like, it was a B-team raid group that eventually turned into our legitimate actual raid group. So we we start plowing through ICC. The other tank, by the way, is a DK. Doesn't need a shield. So for weeks, for weeks, we're killing gunship battle. No problem. No shield. No shield. It eventually starts to become a thing. Like, <laughs> Timmy still has, like, this purple shield off the five, man. And, like, it's not dropping. It doesn't drop. Guys, it doesn't drop. Ever, ever. No. Nope. We kill Lich. We kill Lich King. I am still using the shield off a of fucking halls of reflection. Oh God. And it's just this. It's just wild joke. So my buddy too. So my buddy he played a paladin, right? And he was in a pug for twenty five man ICC. And guess what? Fucking dropped, and he got it because no one needed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. He he got he got a twenty five man version of the shield. Well, they were different items. They should have been different items in in uh, twenty five man because they weren't the same items with different item levels. They were legitimately different items off different bosses. I kind of remember that, but no, he he got that somehow, some way, or maybe he did it in heroic. I don't know. He might have done it in heroic. That's but possible. Anyway. Yeah, he he had the and then he was like just he was just like walking around with the shield the tank shield to mock me to mock my life. That's pretty bad, man. Like that's that that ranks up there. So, then. so we kill we kill Lich King again. We kill Lich King. I'm still wearing the shield off a of five man Hall's reflection. The next week we kill we. So then like we can switch to heroic. The next week after we finally killed Lich King, we switch it to heroic. We do gunship battle and there's the heroic shield nice so i'm like that's funny that's hilarious it took years later years later after the transmog system was put into place that i finally got the 10-man version of that shield that and it it took a lot of attempts to that's that kind of it reminds me of the uh, like my story. All right, so in Wrath Lich King, I, most of it I was playing a, a well. There was a good portion of it I was playing a hunter, and uh, Trial of the Champion, the dungeon. There was a pole arm at the end of it that all the hunters wanted marrow strike, right? Oh yeah, I know that one. And that dungeon was particularly troublesome to run all the time because you had the jousting at the beginning, and people would fuck that up all the time. Even though it was stupid simple, they'd still fuck it up. Um, and so I would run that dungeon every time it would, it would come off a lockout and just run it and run it and run it and run it. And finally, finally I see it pop up and I roll and I don't get it. And I'm like, who fucking took it? This is an agility polearm. Who, there's no feral druid here. Where would it have gone? Oh, to the arms warrior. An arms warrior ninja'd that fucking thing. And luckily for me, I uh, had a friend on the server at the time I did a bunch of pugging with that I didn't know. I We just pugged together one time, and he just started taking me um, all the time on whenever he's pugging dungeons and was apparently a really highly ranked tank on the server. I didn't know. I, I didn't really care at the, that point in time. And he kind of bullied the guy into giving me the marrow strike. He was he was telling me he's like, he's like you'll never find a group on this on this goddamn server again. You keep ninja and shit like that. Give him the goddamn pole arm, and I was like I was like oh damn son, and he got me the pole arm. I was it was super happy about it. It was awesome. I was I was incredibly grateful to that guy. Uh, man, what was his name? I know he had a bunch of alts named after furniture. So like he had a shaman named Desk, then like a like a priest named Toaster. Like he he did, but his 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 warrior was not that. 
He had like a legitimate name. I don't remember it. He was a cool guy. This is this is a time that a lot of people don't fucking before Group Finder, man. Man, you had to build relationships to get stuff done, especially if you were a like a like a DPS class. You had to make friends. Um, so that was cool. That was cool. Now that we talked about the shit we've hated farming, I think we can actually wrap it up. I think we got a full show out of this because I just started thinking. And we just went from there. Sure, you made me remember that goddamn shield. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up this beautiful, beautiful ska music. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Raid Chat. Uh, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. Uh, there's links to all kinds of cool stuff, including our forums. Go talk to us there. We're lonely. Uh, you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com. Just put Raid Chat in the heading and I'll, that will go right to the correct box. I don't know what show is for. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast, even though it's primarily for the other show. It comes right to me. I answer that stuff all the time. But most importantly, be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Each one counts, and we love you for it in the dirty, dirty way. Well, and I think that'll do us for tonight. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hot diggity damn. That's a wrap. I'm getting arrested tomorrow. I just want you to know. Just watch me on TV.